Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to this week's Retro Wrestling Review. Probably a little bit shorter show today. Um, I don't have a real rhythm or method to it, but here we go. WWFE Over the Edge 1998. You, we are looking at the beginning of the Austin era, so let's hope the undercard can keep up. Uh, bizarre opening video uh, explaining out tonight's main event. But it includes a lot of old stock war footage with, you know, the words conform, authority, and defiance in between. Sounds like something that would be done in the current era, at least subliminally. Uh, Opening match, LOD 2000 going up against the Disciples of Apocalypse, the LOD 2000 in their revamp. The helmets are a weird call. Like, it's as if they went the wrong way with it. It's like, okay, we got two of the toughest men in the wrestling business. What do they need? More protective equipment. A lot of brawling, slams, clotheslines. Even in 98, the LOD are kind of pushing it. There's not a lot of catchphrases, and there's a whole lot of riding on the past. Not a great equation for long-term success. Power slam, LOD over. Okay, match. It's kind of like watching an old movie. Fine for its time, but if you've seen it multiple times, you know it's not going to change. So, decent enough. Rock promo and a beatdown by Farouk injuring Rock setting up later tonight. This is early Rock, so he doesn't have the super charisma figured out yet. So he's not quite over to what he would become. Jeff Jarrett and te- with Tennessee Lee going up against Steve Blackman. Jeff Jarrett, I mention it probably every damn show he's on. Seem- Jeff Jarrett, bad wrestling karma, even to this day. Like, no matter what, everyone hates him or has complete distrust for him. There's just... Don't know what he's done, but it just doesn't work out anymore. Uh, a great random moment... Al Snow is sitting at the Spanish announce table in full sombrero and poncho. He gets let out, but weird moment that they mention. It doesn't lead to anything, but it just happens. Uh, solely because of mixed martial arts. I hate the old school sleeper spots. Like, n- no one comes back from being unconscious. Like, if you get choked out, you're out. And then it takes a couple seconds for you to get back. And then when you actually come back, you're not in any sort of shape to fight, so I hope this spot stops sometime soon. Uh, Tennessee Lee hits Blackman with one of his giant glow sticks, uh, Double J over. A bit of a better ending series, but still only an okay match. Marvelous Mark Marrow going up against Sable's pick for Sable's freedom. Uh, Sable says she doesn't need any man's help, so she says she's going to do it herself. JR mentions Marrow looks a lot like Little Richards, which... Points for references. I thought that was funny. And again, he was known as Johnny B. Bad, which the theme song says look like Little Richard. So, fantastic. Marrow lays down, says he's going to let her win, reverses it into a small cradle. Marrow goes over. Sable is gone from the company. Sable can't even fake the tears in the backstage interview segment. Damn it, Jim Cornette was right. Taka Michinoku and Bradshaw going up against uh, Funaki, Dick Togo, and Men's Teo, three on two. 
decent little five man. All of Kayantai try to stay away from Bradshaw, mostly because they know they're going to get stiffed the hell out of afterwards. Uh, somewhat back and forth match. Dick Togo hits his big senton. Kayantai over. Decent match, but nobody's really over, so it's just sort of well. That was that. All right, what's next? Rock versus Farouk for the Intercontinental Title. Again, selling an injury angle from the interview spot earlier. Again, not quite full potential match-wise, because of the angle, he can only do so much. Very slow-paced. Bad spot call about pin and something or other. Rock gets the feet on the ropes for a roll-up for the win. Nothing too impressive on that one. Kane versus Vader, Mask versus Mask. Vader's big return match after being hit in the face with a wrench and having facial reconstruction surgery. I've always been a big Vader fan. I mean, A, it's mostly for the music, and B, he would just punch people in the face. I mean, that's always great. Uh, it's a decent good big man match. It includes the big Vader salt. That misses. Kane hits the chokeslam tombstone combo. Kane goes over. And again, you know, not quite that much meaning of a match because, you know, Vader's mask isn't necessarily a uh, identity-hiding mask. It is a slight covering mask kind of thing. Afterwards, Vader calls himself a big POS. It's, I like seeing actual emotion from a wrestler. You know, they lose and then they just snap into promo mode and fake acting mode. It's not great, but you know. A little bit of actual emotion from Vader. It was pretty good. Next segment, WWE salutes Mad Dog Vashon and the Crusher. Uh, legends in the Minnesota Territory, I believe? And I think that's where they're at tonight. Uh, Crusher has a giant cigar, big sunglasses, and I think he had some necklaces on. Looking absolutely pimp. It was, phew, I was fantastic. And a mad dog being very assisted down to the ring. I believe it was mentioned he was in a car wreck recently, so he's still getting used to his fake leg. Uh, Jerry Lawler in to heal things up. Uh, some one-liners from him. Crusher takes off his coat and shirt. I wish he didn't. And as, as my favorite descriptor of the overly heavy, as I would like to do on the show, very rotund. Very rotund indeed. Punches Lawler in the throat. Lawler dives out of the ring. Comes back in. Takes off Vashon's fake leg. Starts swinging it around. He loses it. Crusher grabs it. Nails Lawler in the head for the big pop. And then that's the segment. A couple problems. Angles where they take off the fake limbs. There's no good taste for the fake limb angle. It's never great. And I always think it's disturbing because... Whenever you see it, there is always that hush of, like, ooh. Like, as if an offensive joke just gets told at a, fact, at a party. It doesn't quite work out. And two, Jerry Lawler is playing the clueless about old-time territory wrestlers. Lawler's been around since the 70s, and you're going to pick him to be the clueless attitude-era junkie? That's a weird call. Who made that one? I mean, this is, again... Very early Jerry, or late 90s Jerry super heel Lawler, at least attempting to be. But man, man, he was almost annoying to certain points. I mean, he gets a Hall of Fame now, I don't know. I mean, back in the day, it's annoying. It's just, you get used to it for so long, I guess you have to respect it. Six-man tag, 
the nation of D'Lo, Kama, and Owen Hart going up against DX of Triple H, Billy Gunn, and Road Dog. Very good match, good action. There's a very good pace. Everyone gets their spots in. It's not bad. Uh, thoughts on Kama Mustafa. It's mentioned he's called the Godfather in the locker room. That gimmick cannot come fast enough. It's better than just the Supreme Fighting Machine. I mean, they mention he has a background in Muay Thai, but I'm assuming there's an asterisk next to that mention. Because they really don't have proof of it. Like, the brother barely kicks, and all of his punches are the stupid big wrestling wind-up punches. So, I don't think... I need to see some documentation on that one. A big cluster at the end... Long story short, Owen hits Triple H with a pedigree on a title, and the nation goes over. Not bad, keeping that going. Good match. Main event, Stone Cold Steve Austin going up against Dude Love. Uh, Mr. McMahon is your special guest referee. Pat Patterson is your guest ring announcer. And Jerry Briscoe is your timekeeper. A long intro for Pat Patterson, including mentioning the tournament for the IC title. And then someone on commentary says, wink, wink, which, that's, points for that, that's very funny. Fantastically long entrances for the early corporation. Very simple ways to get heat, just delay, delay, delay. Everyone is in the ring, Undertaker comes out to keep Vince in line. Undertaker is practically God at this point in time, man. It was just Stone Cold and Undertaker at that point in time. Uh, Russell, 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 mid-match rule change, it becomes no disqualification. Another mid-match rule change, falls count anywhere from Vince McMahon. It's a very good brawl, very fun. There's a lot of different elements that keep things interesting. They brawl amongst the car set pieces. Vince McMahon gets hit in the head with a damn good chair shot. Pat Patterson tries to take over for pin... Pat Patterson takes an awesome choke slam from The Undertaker through the ringside tables, so... Points for that one. Gerald Briscoe, not so much. Same thing, just saying. Uh, brawl, brawl, brawl. Dude love out. Austin hits the stunner. Grabs Vince McMahon's hand. One, two, three. Vince, or Stone Cold over. Very good main event. Uh, main event, solid. Show, not so much. I mean, your match of the night, without a doubt, that's main event. Go on. This is the the main event is the one thing you're gonna see. Everything else is there, leads you to at least the next Monday night on Raw more than anything. But it was pretty much Stone Cold carrying the show. But very good main event. Go out of your way to see that one. So that was what I can suggest. So only three points this show. So main main event. That's all you gotta really worry about. Uh, let me know what you think. Doing the plugs again. Find me on the Twitter at just ouch capital A yeah duff. What the hell is my damn Twitter handle? At just ouch capital J U S T capital A E W C H, and then giantmediaball.com. Hey, I hope you like movies. There's a couple podcasts on on there for you. And you can check out. Give that a shot. This has been Ouch. This is the Retro Wrestling Review. Hoping it gets better. Maybe, maybe not. Because my Twitter account seemingly has gained nothing, but oh well. Thank you. Goodbye.